Hello, everybody. Here I'm there to talk about Anchor. It's one of the best podcast uh, platforms that you can you can uh, go on. You can put all your podcasts on Apple, Google, any place. Any place to put up your podcast, you could all do it in one place. Anchor has all the tools to allow you to record and edit your podcast right from the phone or computer. And you can distribute any of your, your podcasts on any platform like Apple, Spotify, Anchor, you know, Anchor, Stitcher, iHeart, everything. It's everything you need you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. And let me tell you, I have had great experience with Anchor. Download the Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started today. That is Anchor FM to get started today. Welcome to Cindy and Joe Show. I'm Joe. Cindy is uh, off on her campaign adventures. She has a big weekend this weekend in Grand Rapids as she goes to try to get the, uh, the votes to be um, Secretary of State candidate for the Republican Party. So that's going to be fun. But I'm going to start the show with the Red Wings. Obviously, the Red Wings have been, you know, talked about. You know, is the rebuild going as quick as it should? Is Steve Eisenman doing a good job? Should Jeff Blashell be fired? Who are the pieces that you can significantly say uh, will be here when this team is good? I think first things first, let's look at the reality of the situation. The reality is the Red Wings have players. Edmonds, they have uh, Cider, they have Larkin, Bertuzzi, Verana, Raymond. Besides that, they're pretty much limited. Rasmussen has really turned it on lately. He's starting to come into his own his own game. I'm intrigued by Rasmussen. But realistically, you need a second line center. If you look at you know all the playoff teams in, in the um, you know in 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 uh, the that are in the playoffs in the NHL. One of the things that they have is they have good second line depth. So, you know, you look at Toronto, right? Austin Matthews is their first line center, and their second line center is John Tavares. You can go to, you know, you can go to uh, Tampa Bay. It's Braden Point, and then it could be Steven Stamkos. It could be, you know, a, a bunch of people. There, when you have depth up the center, middle, middle ice, you can really do some things. You know, that's one of the things that I look at for this team. It's it's just you have to have the wherewithal um, to know that this team that you have, they're going to be good in the future. I look at it like this. Um trying to pull it up right now. So the Red Wings prospects. Which ones which teams which players are really making um are making strides. I think the person that you really need to, to, to there's there's three players I need you to um take into account, right? So there there's Cross Hannes, the Red Wings just sent to an entry-level contract. He plays for the Portland Winterhawks in the WHL. He's a point-per-game player, 
86 points, 63 games, 26 goals, 60 assists. He's a he's a he's a he's a winger and a center. But I think the thing you need to know about Cross Hannes is he's a very good playmaker. Could I see him potentially becoming a guy who comes into the, the to the Detroit Red Wings and 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 starts to make some strides, starts to make some, you know, starts to make this team look good? Oh hell yeah, I can. I think that you look at the the Red Wings and you look at what they need in the off season. You go, okay. I think Cross Hannes can really help out. There's some good centers that they have down the pike. You know, Liam da- uh, Dower Knight Nielsen uh, plays for for Londa. You know, he's uh, he's got 50 points in 44 games. You know, people people love him. Um, you know, you got uh, Alexander uh, Kedekshin uh, from the KHL. He's he's got 40 in 43 games. He got 31 points. You know, you have these these players that are that are really just there's some good centers coming down the pike, but it'll depend on how long they take uh, to get here. And on the defensive end, I think the defensive end is probably the more uh, sure thing. I think you have there's three good defensemen off off the hop that I think are really that could really send this team into a great uh, uh, that that they could be really key pieces for the the Red Wings going forward. I like Simon Edmondson. I like Shai Boom. He's from he's a defenseman from the University of Denver, which Carter Mazur actually plays on too. And I like William Wallander. And I think that they all have really high potential. I think there's another person that we really don't uh, focus on is Albert Johansson. He's a defenseman from Farjed, uh, BK in the Swedish Elite Hockey League. And you look at those guys and you go, okay. The pat the future looks bright, right? The future does look bright. It's not going to happen overnight, but it's it's going to happen. So, what can get this team in the best position next year to be a good team? And I know a lot of there's a lot of flack on Jeff Blashell, and I know Jeff Blashell has got a lot of you know he's got a lot of hate, and with good reason. But if there's one thing you can say about Jeff Blashell. It's how the team has performed, uh, you know how, how the, there's been players getting better under his stewardship. Um, you know, let's look at the reality situation. You know, the reality is this is a roster that isn't very good, and you play in one of the toughest divisions in hockey. You know, think about it. The Red Wings they missed they missed Verona the whole year. You know, a lot of teams when they miss when they miss a player like Verana, it's huge. It's a huge loss. It's a huge loss. It's a huge loss. You got to think about it like this: if you played, you know, for the wild card, right? You're in fifth place. I mean, there's there's only there's no teams that are in the playoff race right now. None. It's, it's it's all been decided. Just basically, it's basically seeding right now, uh, because the New York Islanders have eighty points and they're in third place, and they're not much better than you in points. They're only ten points better than you. Um, but you got to look at it like this: Verona was out for half the year. Okay, 
the goals for is 218. The goals against is 294. Obviously, 294 is a bad barometer. They're going to give up a 300-goal uh, season again. Um, but you got to look at it like this. They really struggled on the road, the Red Wings did. Uh, and I think that you're going to see – I really don't think that that's – Something that you can go, okay, well, they struggle on the road. Is that, That's the coach, right? I think you have to look at this like this. They don't have the roster to compete with a, like a team like Boston. They don't have the roster to compete with Tampa. They don't have the roster to compete with Toronto. They don't have the roster to compete with Florida. They don't have the roster to even compete with Pittsburgh, New York, or Carolina. Okay, so what makes them better? What makes them better next year? And is it firing Jeff Blaschel? No. I don't think it would. I think whatever Stevie Y decides, I'm good with. If Stevie Y decides that he wants to keep Jeff Blaschel, fine. I'm all for it. Uh, he, he's he's obviously earned that right. You know, Stevie has been very, very uh, smart in the way that he's handled things. And I think keeping Jeff Blaschel on the helm, I think he, that was – better than people thought and I, I like that to be honest I thought that was a good that was a good move but you know if you look at the free agents in the in in in, uh, in the free agent pool in 2022 you know the youngest defenseman there's there's not many young defensemen that you can go okay I, I take him okay um, there's a couple that I, I would I, I circled um, one is Will Butcher. He plays for the Buffalo Sabres, and he's he hasn't been an offensive firepower. But you know, there's you know, there's also some guys like if you want a right-handed shot, there's a guy named John Klingberg. I think I think Klingberg could be fantastic. Um, you're talking about how does this team uh, get better? You know, John Klingberg is 29. Would you sign him through a rebuild, right? Uh, Chris Letang is 35. Would you sign him in the midst of a rebuild? I don't think Pittsburgh is going to get rid of Chris Letang. And then you got Giordano. Um, you got Ben Sherratt, who is 30. He plays for Florida. You already had Nick Letty. Subban's going to be 33 in, in about three months. Um, you know, there's a guy, Justin Schultz. I think that'd be that'd be a solid sign, but he's a right-handed shot, too. Ultimately, there's not many good options in the free agent market for um, the defenseman. But when you go to forward, when you go to forward, there's a couple players that I would like to see the Red Wings look at. The first one is is Johnny Goodrow. If they can get a guy like Johnny Goodrow, that'd be absolutely huge. But but you know you gotta look at it like this. Let's go look at the centers. Let's go look at the centers. Nazim Kadri, uh, Richard Raquel, Ricard Raquel, uh, Andrew Kopp, you know, Chris Tierney. You know, these are guys that could actually be pretty useful for the Red Wings. I look at it like this. I don't think people understand how this could, uh, this, this could take. Um, first of all, you got to trust the process. The process is Stevie Y making the right decisions. Okay. 
yes, he can make a bold move and, and make this team better, right? But in the meantime, you're still trying to get these prospects up. You're trying, still trying to get them room so that they can move up and they can play hard and they can get up to here and, and, and make some moves. But when I look at the, the Red Wings going into the future, I think that they have a very, very good sample size. If Stevie Y wants to move on from Jeff Blaschel, okay, I'm fine with him. Cool with it. Because what Stevie Y decides is what he decides. I have full faith in Stevie Y. I don't think people understand. I think there's part of the Blaschel people who think, you know, that hate him, they don't want, they want him fired. They think this team is ready to go and ready to win. They should be better than they are. And then there's a part of the sanction of the Red Wing fan base that is like, what are we doing? What are we doing? Because the Red Wings aren't on that level yet. And it's, I don't think they'll be on that level for another couple years, if you want to be honest. Because if you look at this team right now, I love I love Larkin. I love Bertuzzi. I love Verona. I think if Verona was playing the full season, potentially you could probably make the playoffs. But you need more depth. If you want to go far in the playoffs, you need depth. You you need a guy on the second line who who who's uh, who's playing well and at the center position. You know what this team really misses is a Luke Glendening. What this team really misses is a guy like Darren Helm. A lot of you guys chased him out of town. You said that, you know, they weren't good enough. And now they're with a new team. They're playing meaningful minutes. Both, I think both of them are in the playoff race. Last time I checked. Um, yeah, Dallas is in the playoff race. They're, they're, they're in the second wild card. And, um, Obviously, where Darren Darren Helm went, they're they're in the they're they've already won the Western Conference. They already clinched home ice in that Western Conference. So, but you know, those are guys that you miss. You miss those veterans that can make the right plays at the right time. And that you know what, this is a youth. The this is what you deal with when you have youth. You deal with inexperiences. You make deal with dumb mistakes, and you deal with uh, the the things that really just don't even help you. You know. That's exactly what the Rebbings are dealing with right now. And I think if you're going to be honest with yourself, they're making a very, very conceited effort to get to where they are. They want to go. And I think the, I think the Red Wings will be fine going forward, but I think people need to really just look at this team as it is. Look at the team as it is. You know, you look at a team like, you look at a team like, you know, um, let's go Tampa Bay. Let's go Tampa Bay. Let's look at their depth chart. Uh, you know the, the the team, and let's look let's look, let's look at their their the the roster. So their roster, so it's pretty crazy because. They have Braden Point, Sam Coase, Anthony Sorelli as their top three centers, okay? And then they have Kucherov. 
They have Andre Pallott. They have Pe- Corey Perry. And then you go to the defensemen. They have Victor Hedman, Ryan McDonough, Sergeyev, and uh, Jan Ruda. You're talking about you're talking about that's that team is way better than Detroit. Way better than Detroit. But that's that's exactly what we're dealing with right now. And to get to the point where Tampa is, you have to be more um you just have to get more experience. You have to get these young kids up and you have to make the uh yeah, you have to be patient. I know people don't like being patient. They said the rebuilds talk you know took too long but that's the way it is that's the way it is and and you look at the red wings and you look at the the defensemen they got coming down the pike the centermen they got coming down the pike i think the red wings will be fine but you got to be patient if you're a red wings fan this is between the whistles detroit your hometown team next segment we'll be talking about the michigan state spartans and i have a high hopes for them in their football program that's next on the Between the Whistles.